0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: Yeah, we do. We're, we're, we get trapped in our feelings, and if we don't feel it, it wasn't good. If we didn't feel it when we come to church, church got dead this morning, wasn't it? See, we want to feel it. Instead of believe it, we want to feel it. And he's called us to believe it. No problem that he can't solve nothing that he can't understand. nothing that he is uh, absent-minded about. Nothing has puzzled him. Nothing looks impossible because it's not impossible with him. He knows it from the end to the to, from the beginning to the end. He knows every step. He knows every everything that's going to be in our way. He knows it.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Cowan. Today Pastor Cowan shares with us The Role of the Holy Spirit in the Believer's Life. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the role of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life.
1: And so religion has put the Holy Spirit on the altar of compromise. We sometimes, people, not I'm, not, I don't know who, okay. People sometimes compromise the Holy Spirit by being led by the flesh. By being led by the dictates of the flesh. And when that's happened, we are compromising the role of the Holy Spirit in our life. Now, you'll, we'll do some things that'll be a little bit strange when we're led by the Spirit. <laughs> he sometimes, he'll take us down to, you know, a, strong, a strange kind of a way, but yet he's, he, he's been there, he knows. He knows what's along the way. He knows what's, he knows what's up yonder, you, you know, not just what's today, he knows what's up in front of us there. And so, leading him. Now, let's go over into the New Testament, and talk to you about this in John's Gospel, the seventh chapter. All of you probably remember these scriptures, no doubt, that you've read them and read them and heard them preached, and, and that's good, and that's good. So, but let me take you back to St. John chapter 7, verses 37 and 39. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried. Now, the Bible said he spoke sternly, uh, not the I mean <laughs> the uh, commentary. Uh, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, "If any man thirst," underline it, "if if any man thirsts. See, when we lose the Holy Spirit's effectiveness in our life, we lose our thirst. When, when we, when we, when we compromise the Holy Spirit in our life, our thirst for the Holy Spirit starts to wane in our life. And sometimes we wonder why God and how come and whereabouts and all those kinds of questions we have, where are you at God? Uh, how come you didn't do this God? Uh, well, I was believing you for this God and see, uh, the thirst. Now, this is what Jesus said here. He said, if any man, thirst, let him sit down and do nothing. Oh. No. No, if any man thirst, let him come. Now if I'm gonna come to your house, I've got to come to your house. <laughs> if I'm gonna come to your house, I gotta make an effort to get there. Uh, I've either got to walk, <laughs> I gotta ride the car, I gotta get on an airplane if I come to your house, listen to what he said. If any man thirsts, let him come. The reason he's not coming is because he's not thirsty. All right. The reason that we don't come is because we're not thirsty for the Holy Spirit to play his role in our life. Not not a religious role, but a role God has designed for our life and all the benefit that goes with it. Amen. Amen. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And uh, he that believes on me, as the scripture has said, Out of his belly, his spirit, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. There will be a gushing of living waters flowing out from our inward man that we are strengthened by uh, in our spirit, by the Holy Spirit. There'll be a gushing out of the life of God coming out of us. How? In our words, in our deeds, and doing the things that we are instructed to do in the Word, there will be a gushing out of our spirit, through our mouth, through our thinking, through our meditation, and all the the things we could put together, the life out of his belly shall flow rivers, oh Lord, of living, living water, do you know how strong the current is when it's when it's flooding? You ever seen that? It'll it'll absolutely wash everything in its way out. When the, when the life of God is gushing out, anything that the devil is set up to ambush you with, the life of God is gushing out of you. It is gushing out of you, and it'll it'll clear everything that Satan is set up, it'll tear his camp up and down and out uh, because the Holy Spirit is the power. And that power is being generated through the Spirit flowing through me and he is guiding me uh, and he's helping me along the way that he is guiding me in. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. The Holy Spirit is a great leader Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him would receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. And so we know then on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God was poured out and poured in. As I said earlier, it wasn't poured out just among us, it was poured out and in us. And guess what? They took to the streets. We've all read it. We know about it. They took to the streets. The lame were the lame were healed. The blind was healed. I'll tell devils were cast out. People were saved. The gospel was preached. And the Spirit of God filled the streets of Jerusalem and stirred up that religious crowd. And so today. <laughs> Today, when you see people get a little offended at the gospel, they belong to that crowd back there. They got upset. Oh, my Jesus. Help me be good. So the key word for the believer concerning the role of the Holy Spirit in the believer is thirst. If any man thirsts. Did you ever notice when you're working Uh, Out in the natural hot sun, you get thirsty. Well, uh, as you work with the Lord, as you work with the Word, as you work with the Spirit, there's thirst that's being generated on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. And it's affecting your life, our life. It's affecting our life. And it's affecting how we see things. And it's affecting how we look at things. uh, And it's affecting how we talk about things. Uh, It's affecting our life out of the, out of our belly, our spirit flows rivers of living water. Thank you Lord for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the word for the believer concerning the role of the Holy Spirit in the believer is thirst. If any man thirst, let him come, let him come. Amen. So thirst is the rule of the spirit. Thirst is the rule of the spirit. Thirst uh, for the spirit moves the spirit of God in our life. And so uh, our society at large, let me, let me, let me go down this road here a little bit. Our society at large that has affected the church Our society at large has become an entertainment oriented society. Amen. You know, there's nothing wrong with entertainment if it's right, if it's the right kind of entertainment. But yet when the entertainment moves past God and I'm more thirsty to be entertained than I am to be led by the spirit, I've got a problem. I have a problem. Why? Because God, by the Holy Spirit, can't take me where he wants me to go. Amen. Because I'm not following him. So we see our society. So the church is to be a spirit-oriented society. That don't mean we can't be entertained and have good entertainment and good, wholesome entertainment and enjoy that. That doesn't mean that at all. You know, doesn't mean, you know, it just doesn't mean that. It just simply means that we don't want entertainment above our thirst for the Spirit of God. We don't want that to happen. And I'll tell you something else that'll happen. Your anointing. We have an unction. John says in his writing, in his epistles over there, he said, we have an unction from the Holy One. And we've come to learn what the unction means. It is an anointing. We have an anointing from the Holy One. We have been anointed by the Spirit of God. You are anointed. And and, and, and watch how this thing works then with the adversary. Well, I sure don't feel it. You know why? They are sense oriented and not spirit oriented. Yeah. So they were looking for a feeling. That's right. They want a feeling to prove that God is doing what he said he would do. Yeah. So you see, we're trapped. We get trapped in our feelings. Yeah, we do. We, we're, we get trapped in our feelings and if we don't feel it, it wasn't good. If we didn't feel it when we come to church, church kind of dead this morning, wasn't it? See, we want to feel it. Instead of believe it, we want to feel it. And he's called us to believe it. And if it produces a feeling, let it go. Let it go. But he has called us to be filled and and rivers of living water to be gushing forth out of our inner man. Amen. Affecting our life. No problem that he can't solve right. nothing that he can't understand nothing that he is uh, absent-minded about nothing has puzzled him nothing looks impossible because it's not impossible with him. he knows it from the end to the to, from the beginning to the end he knows every step he knows every everything that's going to be in our way he knows it. And I tell you, boy, when we're in that place, I tell you what happens is, fear's out the window. Fear's out the door. I have no fear. Yeah, I'm not, you know, it's a Paul wrote, be careful, full of care for nothing, but in everything, by prayer.
0: It's our hope that today's message, The Role of the Holy Spirit in the Believer's Life, by Pastor Cowan has ministered to you. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, today's offer is number 20. Please request special offer number 20. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.